Hello, and welcome back to week six of the Sticks Golf Roundtable. Thank you for listening. This week, we have a special guest. My father is in town for his birthday and is going to sit in and chat with us tonight. Uh, tonight, we got a great show. We're going to chat a little bit about Phil Mickelson and his, his overall career and also some of the trials and tribulations that he's been going through with the Saudi League recently. Also going to be talking a little bit about Seminole Golf Club, the pro member, and just what makes it probably the greatest golf club in the U.S., but uh, before we get to that, I need to do a brief ad read for our title sponsor, Swing U. Swing U Premium, the world's most comprehensive golf game improvement app with the industry's easiest to use on-course GPS, scorecard, strokes gain, and stat features. Never second-guess yourself on the course again. Swing U's AI-powered digital caddy provides up to the second wind speeds and takes into account elevation to give you plays like distances you can trust. Track every shot you hit to develop a completely customized bag mapping so that your digital caddy can provide accurate club recommendations all over the course. Whether you're on the course or at home, premium subscribers are improving all the time. Join SwingU Premium today and start shooting lower scores. Now let's get to the pod. Sticks Roundtable number six. Welcome to the pod, boys. Also, before we get started, we have a special guest. My father is here, Jamie Crow. If anybody's listened to the uh, former Jamie Crow podcast, very entertaining human. I'm sure we'll get some <laughs> some good uh, good things out of him this afternoon. Yeah, but uh, I doubt it. Welcome, welcome, <laughs> welcome, Jamie. Thank you, sir. Rosie, what are we drinking on tonight? I've got a, uh, it's a, it's an, I'm going to crack it real quick. It's an artisan craft beer out of Colorado. I don't know if you could see it. It says oh, Coors, Coors Latte. Latte. Yeah. Coors Latte. Yeah, also good. known as Colorado Kool-Aid. Um, Lovely. so yeah, going with the old, an old, an old classic tonight. I went, uh, I went land sharks when I got and got a couple of land sharks. Love them. Nice light beer. Not too bad. We didn't have any IPAs at the gas station. Tonight, so. <laughs> I'm gonna go get one. Of course you're not. We're keep yeah, we're sure. keeping it keeping it simple tonight. I like that. And then and then Dad has got his patented uh, clear clear Gatorade than normal. Zero. Thank yeah, you. Gatorade zero. Sure. Yeah. He's smart man. I'm working on my weight. Yeah. <laughs> we're, smart. We're working on the figure. Yeah. You gotta you gotta hydrate while you dehydrate, right? Exactly. Well, especially since it's minus twenty when I left uh, Jackson. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, and I come here and it's oh my god. We we tried to go. We went out to a sports bar uh, last night for dinner, and it's so nice outside. I mean, it's seventy five degrees. It's beautiful. Yeah, but, mm. I can't. Actually, wait. I don't need to do that. I just tried that. It didn't work. No, oh, well, you stink. Wow. Um, Bad sofa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we we had to sit inside because fucking pussy ass over here wouldn't sit outside. <laughs> he thought it was too humid. Oh my goodness! You oh, think he'd be dying for a little heat being exactly. up in Jackson all winter? Minus twenty degrees for the last. Oh my month. gosh! It was seventy-four inside. And it was beautiful. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it was like sixty-five inside. Oh. 
Well, I've got a lot of insulation, so that's true. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's fair. I've been working on my insulation this winter too. It's all good. I think you need to work a bit more. Yeah. <laughs> well, I take that uh, as a compliment. I tell you what, it we was. yeah. I tell you what, we had a hell of a finish to Honda. We yeah, had, that was. We had a one puke all over himself, <laughs> and then we had one get absolutely screwed, which was Shane Lowry with that tee shot on eighteen, having mm-hmm. to hit it pouring down rain. I've got a funny tidbit about the guy who won. Who's Sep? Yep. In one of the only events I carried in the Corn Ferry Tour, we got paired with Sep, and he had it just awful. He shot like seventy nine the first day, and was on his way back to seventy nine the second day. In the second mm-hmm. round, about ten times after bad shots, he would just yell, "Get a job." <laughs> he, he was like 140th on the money list and this is like past the halfway point of the season and he was just like he was saying oh you can't wait to be crunching numbers next year and my favorite thing he said was on the 36th hole tee box he has a rope hook into the trees and he goes oh i babe that's gonna play beautifully on the g pro next year <laughs> that's amazing he misses that's hilarious. He genuinely wins the next week in kansas city and he's now on tour and just on tour so he That's can, really he, good. He did get a job, and it's it's PJ Tour player. <laughs> it can all fit. It can all oh, switch in very very you quickly. Missed the green one hundred and two. Just go. You know, uh, honestly, <laughs> talking shit to yourself is sometimes a great tactic. It, it's worked for me. It's worked wonders for me at times. You know, sometimes yeah. you just got to kick your kick your own self in the ass. Get it going. I'm too mean to myself, and then it just goes down poorly. What happens if you just shit? <laughs> 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 you can't even talk about it. I mean, you just crap, you know. Uh, that's well, not a lot. usually the guys that are just shit aren't on the corn fairy tour. Well, that's true because I've never been there. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. I, uh, there. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was surprised to see Berger just give it away. He had nothing yesterday or on Sunday. And, uh, you know, his only two birdies were a hole out from the bunker and a chip in. So, I mean, it could have could have been even worse if he didn't have a couple of hole outs there. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think he made a putt outside of three feet, four feet or something like That's that. Yeah. Yeah, what did you say? To, uh, you told me this morning that he just felt he couldn't get it. Well, enough. no. So he, he was saying something in an interview that. He never felt good over the putter at all for the whole day, but he felt mm-hmm. fine over like his shots. So he said something about like, uh, he didn't use the term like forcing it, but he was trying to attack pins because he knew he wasn't going to make a bunch. So he was trying to hit it, you know, closer to the hole and give himself opportunities to make birdies. But I feel like at that point, and Jamie made a really good argument, which is that's the perfect time to just start aiming for the middle of the fucking green. Because if you can't two putt from 30 feet, you probably shouldn't be on tour anyways. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, they, you tend to, when you're putting bad, you're trying to, and when you're chipping bad, you're trying to get it so close that you can't miss, mm. and that just puts so much more pressure on yourself. Yeah. Because you're not going to do that. Yeah. yeah. No. 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 It really does. Yeah. Hey, I got a, uh, maybe our first reference to the Champions Tour, uh, the mechanic, Miguel Angel Jimenez. Did you guys see he made two holes in one in a three-day event to win? No, I did <laughs> on the not. Champions Tour. Awesome. I did see that. That's outrageous. And why, why how many aces do you have? Uh, seven, but uh, only two in competition. Only two mm-hmm. in competition. Yeah. I'm two and zero in competition. Can't, yeah, I'm can't two and one in competition. Yeah, nice. I'm one by myself. It's between me and God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! And by the way, God lies. <laughs> oh. You and Moses have got a thing together. I'm telling you, Moses. Jamie, did you ever come across Miguel? Did you guys ever play together? We did. Um, my you know, 
brief tour on the European tours and uh, Miguel was coming up and it was just one of those really good, you know, fun guys. Mm-hmm. We had a great time, but uh, I mean, I, I knew if, if I saw him now, I'd say, G'day, Angel, and he'd say, oh, Mr. Crow, how are you? Yeah. And I was always Mr. Crow because they, the, the Spanish and the French could not say Jamie. It was always Jaime or Jaime or Jaime. I was, when I, the French Open on this leaderboard, it was Jaime Crony. And, I mean, just couldn't, and the, you know, I was always Jaime on the Spanish. So it was just, yeah, he was a good dude. You know? He's a, he's a beaut, man. The, the oh, red yeah. wine, the cigar. I mean, oh, this yeah. is no shame. And uh, this is like a, a great, a great guy. He's just happy to be him. Which, yeah. you know, to be honest with you, a lot of us need to do more of that. Yeah. Just be yourself and uh, other people are going to like you or people aren't and the people are going to like you, be your life friends and the people that don't, you're not going to change them. Yeah. So, it's funny, my, yeah, my, it's funny you say that. My cousin Jeff sent me this earlier. It was a quote from him. He says, I don't hide the way I am. If I want to have a drink, I have a drink. Why shouldn't I? Is it illegal to drink alcohol? Is tobacco illegal? Why should I care if, if people see me smoking? I do what I do in the open. If people have a problem with that, they could stick their tongue up their ass. <laughs> I'd like to see that. That would be a hell of a trick. <laughs> well, I was telling Tom today, I mean, uh, a friend of mine, uh, a friend of my dad's really, but uh, he used to come over to Europe when we were playing there and uh, he would always play and uh, you know, get paid a lot of money. And he was uh, he was a Great guy. Anyway, he'd play all day long, didn't have a cigarette, and he knew I smoked. He'd come into the locker room, Crowy, give me some smokes. I need smokes. And he'd just sit in the locker room and chain smoke four or five of them right there on the spot. Just let, let them off each other, you know. I had no idea who you were talking about until you started talking about chain smoking. Now I know exactly who you're talking about. Okay. That's, <laughs> it's very funny, yes. And it's not me. And it's not you. It's not, it's <laughs> it's not you. It's us? No. Uh, no. No. He's, he's too classy a guy, you know, and there were a lot of, you know, back in those days and they were before me, but uh, back in my dad's era where smoking on the golf course was just deemed not appropriate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but they get into the locker room. I mean, it was just an absolute smoke fest. I mean, you walk in, there, it's like you're in a sauna. There's so much smoke coming and you open the door and you just get whipped with all the smoke. It's like old school airplanes. Yeah. You can still smoke on airplanes. Man, yeah, I'm a little older than these boys, Jamie. I can remember, you know, when I first started going out to bars, you could still smoke in bars. And it was like, you know, you, you, you do a, a Friday or Saturday night, Saturday night up, right? And the, your clothes reek, you know, you, you absolutely reek for, for days. And it's like, it's funny that we've, we've come not so far away bars? from that. No, you're not. Are you not? Oh, yes, dad, not. Dad, dad went to his first sports bar in like seven years yeah. yesterday. Because he lives, been living in Jackson for six years, and it's not like yeah. we, we have bars, but they're not sports bars. They're like, yeah, they're just cowboy bars. They're cowboy bars. Yeah. bars. Yeah, which and I mean, you can't like, smoke. Yeah, no, you can't. It the crap out of me. <laughs> just, I mean, these guys roll their own. Normally, with their mustache, you know, they just roll it. <laughs> you know, finish it off there, and oh, it's just uh, funny. All right, well, uh, I, I think we should probably move on to a topic. Yeah, um, Phil. Made a lot of headlines in the uh, last few weeks with the whole Saudi league and and well getting dropped by pretty much every one of his sponsors. But uh, I know we've got somewhat of like a timeline of 
of, you know, how everything went. Yeah. I mean, everyone's at this point pretty familiar with what went down with, with the, the Saudi golf league. Um, I don't think we need to take too, too big of a deep dive into it. You know, this whole thing, uh, I don't know what you guys take was, but, um, I, I I'm all for change and I'm all for the challenger leagues and, and seeing what, what comes out of it. But Saudi, you know, never really felt like the right place for it to come from. I think the, you know, we've talked about how we, we like the PGL's model and, yeah. and sort of the lack of uh, controversy with the PGL a little better. So, you know, um, I don't know. What, what were you guys' general feelings about um, seeing the Saudi league fall apart? Did you, did you care at all? Or, or are we kind of just like moving forward? I mean, the PJ tour has come out and said um, they're now, they, I, I think they made an announcement to players at Riviera that they're um, going to be launching a, um, a, a new fall team aspect sort of yep. mini season. Uh, so, you know, I think we talked about in our very first episode, how these challenger leagues, maybe they don't, fully flesh themselves out, but they could force some positive change and some creativity with the PJ tour. And it looks like that's kind of the direction we're going. Yeah. That's ter- that certainly seems to be what's happening. I mean, I don't know. I, I was kind of looking forward to a little more fighting and clawing and drama going on, but it's not going to happen. So be it. It doesn't change stuff for me too much as a golf fan, but gosh, it would have been cool to see another, another world-class golf league going around. But with, with Mickelson, I mean, I, I just don't know if the, Punishment fits the crime. I mean, he said some like, offensive things, but like, I don't know. He, for all the good he's done for golf, it seems a bit harsh to just yank everything. I mean, I don't know. He'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, the, the I mean, reading of all these articles and I mean, trying to formulate my own opinion on things, I guess. But I don't think that what Phil was saying. I mean, he took he went about it the wrong way by just going on. It also was like a a leaked statement it wasn't yeah like, it wasn't like something he posted on his instagram it wasn't a tweet it wasn't even a tweet it was just a it was a, a leak statement which he had with the journalists yeah that's 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 a tough one but when uh when he went on five clubs uh pod with gary williams he made a made a decent point saying you know the tour only pays 26 percent of its revenue back to the players now the revenue, I mean, it's astronomical. I mean, it's billions of dollars. So, I mean, there's there's still a lot of money being floated around, but a lot of the, that money is driven because of, you know, the media that is around each and every tour player. Obviously, Rory McIlroy and Dustin Johnson are going to be a bigger piece of that. But but Monaghan did come out and say that in 2021, the tour will up that amount to 55% of, so of, of the tour's revenue. So, I mean, I think that, yeah, exactly. That's the same thing I thought. Um, but so I think that he kind of accomplished what he was trying to accomplish, which was invoke some kind of change on the PGA tour. And I think Monahan has kind of done that in a way by saying he's going to up the percentage, but I, I do think that he's getting somewhat unrightfully slaughtered in the media. And especially with, I mean, Callaway paused their, I mean, they've been, he's been with them since 2004. Think about, I mean, the, think about what they did to get Phil too. Yeah. Well, they paid off his gambling debt yeah <laughs> so how is that, that any worse than uh i mean i don't know they get some comments i think i think Callaway's the uh the only true sponsor he has left obviously like you said they're on a pause but yeah. it looks like everyone else has left him not only that he you know uh american express removed him as a host of the of the amx out in, out in california and uh who knows what this will mean uh you know he he's obviously made some good money and had some good times with the match series. Uh, I don't know if yeah, he's jeopardized, jeopardized that. I don't know if he's jeopardized 
Um, you know, obviously he's kind of experimented with some time in the booth and I was really looking forward to, you know, seeing him with CBS or NBC down the road, Ryder cup captaincy. I mean, a lot of things are sort of in question now. I do think uh, a couple of guys in my club yesterday were saying, you know, they were like, he's done, man, he's done. I'm like, I don't know. I've, we've seen people say and do way worse and, and sort of, you know, you I give heard, it a little everybody chill out for a little while. Phil needs to just come back and be a little more measured and a little more calculated with what he says. And I, I think it'll be okay. I think it'll be fine. Well, if Phil wants to have a new sponsor, have him call Cobra Golf. We'd love to have him. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Phil, yeah. play Cobra Golf yeah, clubs, exactly. please. Well, hey, well, just to sort of back up a little, uh, just reset on Phil a little bit. Phil has been a you know polarizing character for you know for thirty years now. It, there is a bit of a love hate you know relationship with him with most most fans. Um, you know, he, he gets a little bit of both. Do you guys, are you guys Phil guys? Um, I'm curious, Jamie, was, uh, Tom yeah. Trey, do you guys like Phil? Do you love Phil? Do you hate him? I did, couldn't stand young Phil. I think, I don't know. I just thought he was a, you didn't like tubby Phil. I didn't like tubby Phil. <laughs> he didn't like tubby Phil. Nothing against the tubby. I just didn't like that Phil. Well, he was tubby at the time. Okay. Um, and then I really like older Phil. So I, th- I just thought younger Phil was just like kind of dorky and like, I didn't like his attitude <laughs> he was just dork yeah he was he's a nerd and uh but now he's cool with me yeah i mean more so i've always been a fan of phil's i mean, not because of what he said but the way he played yeah and the fact that uh look i'm the first person to put my foot in my mouth and i've done it many times and uh i've never said anything i didn't believe true and i think phil thinks that way himself. And the thing is that so many of these players are, everything's about doing, saying the right thing. And Phil just, you know, I, I admire him for it. Just saying, you know, what he yeah. thinks is right. Yeah. And, you know, it's, I mean, it's just, well, I, to be honest with you, I have no idea what he said, but the fact is that the Saudi tour was never going to make it anyway. So, but, uh, you know, Tommy and I were talking the other day. I mean, uh, Greg Norman's a, uh, I call him a mate, and he tried to start this world tour, and mm-hmm. the tour just shut him down, big time. And guess what happens? Two years later, we have the WGC, which is exactly what he wanted to do. Yeah, but unless it's their idea, and if somebody comes up with something different, it's oh no, we can't do that. And you know, and you know, Greg's stuck his foot in his mouth a bunch of times, <laughs> as we all have. Yeah, but it's just. I admire people that actually will say what they think mm-hmm. and uh, and won't back down. So for that, you know, and by the way, you're right. When Phil was, he went to ASU like I did. I was never the same person, but um, he was goober. He was the yeah. goofiest. And that yeah. cheesy smile of his, oh, my God. And the thumbs up. Oh, the my thumbs up. Oh, my God. It's like... Yeah, put that up your nose. I don't give yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just, ah, oh, it was just. But then he matured, as he yeah. did, and he's got a great family and he lives in a great place in Rancho. But you know, I just admire people that will actually stand by their morals and just say. And if people, you know, we're in such this, what is it now? Woke is that what yeah, they're calling woke. that? Woke. No, and then you know, all these companies that are just so scared. I mean, woke people in this country 
on like 5%. So you got 95% of the people you're pissing off by getting rid of these people. Mm. You know, it's just, he's a good, uh, that's a good point. It's like, it's like companies, companies cave under the pressure. It's like the domino effect, you know, he, yeah. he didn't lose a sponsor for a couple of days and then, and then KPMG dropped and then yeah. a bunch of others right. felt, follow suit because they feel like well if they did it we got to do it and it's just like they're pretending know, yeah. to be offended or, or care it's total yeah. rubbish the whole damn thing so yeah i mean i have always liked phil i i was i mean i've always never never disliked phil at any point um, i actually was a huge phil fan because i wasn't a tiger fan so when i was young i wanted to see phil beat the shit out of tiger but yeah. it didn't happen very often and by the way tiger still owes me 230 bucks yeah hey, well <laughs> do you want to tell that story no. oh wait a second wait a second I think you have to hold the phone. (laughs) He was just turning pro and uh, he was signed on with Titleist. And they said, uh, and Titleist had just bought Cobra. So they said, we need somebody to take Tiger around. So we went out to uh, my golf club at the time, the farms. And uh, I said, "Uh, Tiger, you want to have a game? And he goes, yeah, I'd love to. Well, I'm off too. And what are you off? he said, oh, I'll play off plus two. I said, oh, really? That's very generous of you. Anyway, so we went and played, and uh, he lost a bit of money. He said, oh, my manager will take care of that. Never to be seen again. Oh, <laughs> he was just yeah. waiting in the clubhouse, yeah. and Tiger and his buddy just drove right off. See ya. <laughs> so, man. That's wild. So yeah. if I see Tiger Woods, should I ask for your $230 back? <laughs> Actually, with interest. With interest. And that was 20-something. Yeah. He still stole my one iron. He has your one yeah, iron? Yeah, he stole my one iron. Dad went down to Palm Springs. Yeah. And uh, I was down there and he had this, this one iron of mine, which now became the driving iron. Yeah. And so he's, oh, I like that. He said, I'll take that. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Never to be seen again. Oh, God. Wow learning we're learning a lot here this is this is good yeah this is what happens when jamie sits down i know you make it <laughs> um but yeah big phil all in all big phil fans love phil i have loved phil at times and then at other times you know um not not so much but my god what i mean i think sometimes people forget like what an incredible long career he's had you know yeah. we, we hear a lot about how he was the last amateur to win a pga tour event uh, but he also won three NCAA national titles. You know, he's got 45 wins. I was looking at it. I don't know that any of our current stars will actually reach 45 wins. Yeah. I mean, no. DJ's at 24, Rory's at 20. A lot of these, you know, JT, Spieth, all these guys, they're sitting around like 12, 13. I mean, Phil is a generational talent, and he had a lot of highs and lows. You know, it took him forever to get that first major off his back. Um, what a cool moment that was in, in 03 when he find or 04 when he finally did it. Um, just what a life in golf he's had overall. What I mean, and then, uh, you know, and then, and then obviously last year, you know, to get, <laughs> to win a major at 50 out of nowhere when he couldn't make a cut before or after that event for, you know, for months at a time, just a, just a wild ride. It's been with Phil. Certainly. I was gonna say one of my earliest golf like watching memories was when my dad he he won the Masters. My dad did the two inch vertical. My dad jumped sixteen inches higher than Phil did. I think <laughs> out, of the, out of the chair. <laughs> my dad, my dad, my dad can dunk a basketball. And this is who I'm playing with. And yeah. I remember, guess. Oh yeah. my god! If he jumps that high, I'm out of there. He can play, he, he, he can he can he can play volleyball. He can he's six oh. six two. He can 
throw it down. Yeah. 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 I think the other thing that and we look at generations of players, Jack had Arnie, Phil had Tiger. And yeah. all the generations, I mean, basically Phil almost beat the greatest player, which yeah, we can all talk who is the best. But uh, he won 45 tournaments playing against probably the best in the, the, world. Best in the world. Yeah, You know, mm-hmm. and it's, you know, you've got to respect that. And now you've got so many good players. That's why nobody's going to get to 45 yeah. victories now. Mm-hmm. And you've got Spieth, obviously the first four years out there, what, four majors? Something like that. Yeah. Four. Yeah. Four, yeah. yeah. Two matches. Uh, and, yeah. yeah. JD has had, uh, what now, two? Jason Day. No, um, Dustin Johnson, DJ. 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 Yeah. yeah, he's got, got two. two. He has two. Yeah, he's yeah. got two. Brooks has got three. Four. Four, Four. Four. yeah. The same two back-to-back. Oh, yeah. That's right, yeah, yeah. PGA. And so, I mean, but there's just too much competition now where that's not going to – we're not going to see any – I mean, it's the players have just gotten so good now. It's become a profession. Yeah. I mean, these guys are highly tuned athletes. I mean, you look at Brooks and DJ and – I mean, Jordan, I would never put it in that. <laughs> no. Uh, but, you know, I mean, these guys are just athletes now. Well, for everybody listening, we had a brief interruption. Uh, Rosie had to fix his computer, but now we're back. Sure. We're back. We're <laughs> back. <laughs> uh, well, I guess we could recap and just say, hey, we all love Phil. I think we're he's going to be fine, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Phil's going to be good. Yeah, uh, I was good. Yeah, I think what I got cut off there, you know, Jamie had brought up the, the sort of Jack and Arnie and, and Tiger and Phil. It really is amazing how, you know, similar Phil's stature in the game is. He was he was always the most um, – one of the most favorite players out there. He, he got six majors. Arnie got seven. You know, he was never the dominant force. Arnie maybe had a couple years where he was the best in the game, but really it was Jack that overshadowed him. So a lot of similarities in their careers, both – you know, both had that go for broke mentality. Both, you know, were sort of fan favorites. And um, the great thing is, none of them are broke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Phil, Phil took a big gamble on this on this Saudi thing, and it, it, God, it really did backfire in the, in the worst kind of way. I mean, that's a lot of sponsorship dollars he will be missing out on now. But I guess I guess he'll be all right. Other than the PGA Tour. Even when I played the European tour, they got paid. To, Americans got paid to come over and play. Yeah, it's the same in the rest of the world. And uh, the PGA Tour is the only one that has never said we will not pay our players, mm-hmm. and we will not stop you from getting played. You know, paid if you want to go over. To, I mean, Tiger used to get a million bucks a, a pop over in Japan. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just, yeah, that's where the game's changed. I mean, guys in my era. We made a million bucks in our career. Oh my God. Yeah. You know, and, <laughs> and a hell get, of a career. Yeah. And you did. You had a hell of a career. But you think about uh, Sandy Isle. I mean, Sandy won the Masters. He won. I would put. He won, he won an Open. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, his total earnings on tour wouldn't right now make the top 100. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, you know, the way the game's changed. And, you know, it's all about TV, money, and revenues. And the other good thing about the PGA Tour, and I've got a lot of credit for them, the amount of work they do for charity mm-hmm. is yeah, just through something. the roof. You know, I mean, you, you look at, uh, like, the Shriners in Vegas, which was kind of home for me, 
what they do for that, you know, charity is just amazing. Yeah. yeah and you got Tommy, you know, Denny Thomas, the old St. Jude. Yep. I mean, that hospital, people don't pay for anything when they go there. And that tells you so much. You never hear about other sports mm. that have the amount of charity money that goes into it other than golf. Mm. I mean, tennis, nothing. Baseball, nothing. Football, you've got individuals oh, yeah. that do certain things, but it's not where the money goes to the charity. It's not yeah. from the, the yeah. field either. It's not Correct. from the tour. It's, you know, it's, I consider golf a gentleman's sport. And that's, you know, what they do. They give back. That's great. Yeah, it's it's a longstanding tradition. I mean, some of these uh, sort of more smaller to mid-market towns they visit, um, you know, it's a huge deal, the, the, oh, the absolutely. fundraising dollars. And actually, you know, I was just at the Waste Management out in Scottsdale um, a couple weeks ago, and everybody knows it for the, for the party that it is, rightfully so, but uh, the Thunderbirds organization that runs that tournament raised just an absolutely obscene amount of money for charity through that tournament every year so it's a party but it's a party with a good cause exactly right yeah and i remember i used when i was at asu uh they used to have a phoenix country club which was 90 acres the entire golf course we had 18 hole, you know nine holes this way that way and it was we used to call it the uh oh god was it uh crash heads where you had to have a helmet on because more balls were coming on the other fairways. <laughs> I mean, it was just a, God, it was just so amazing. Oh, event. Well, uh, speaking of another amazing event that started today, <laughs> the Seminole pro member, probably the, is it one round or two? Two. Is no, it, I thought it was two, two rounds. I think it's just one round. Oh, well, yeah. I'm, I'm wrong again. Um, but I mean, some of like the biggest names in golf, whether it's you know Tiger Woods or Ricky Fowler or Tiger's Justin Thomas. Or, I mean, I don't think Tiger's playing this year, but but I mean, even guys like Gary Koch and and a guy like Vinnie Giles that um, yeah. that you know legend in the game of golf. It's oh yeah, I'll read, some, I'll read some notable pros as I see them: Adam Scott, Roy McIlroy, Dustin Johnson, Tommy Fleetwood, John Rahm, Matt Kuchar, uh, Kevin Kisner, Keegan Bradley, Sergio Bryson. Ricky Fowler, Justin Thomas, Patrick Cantley, um, no, Tom Brady, Corey Connor, <laughs> Tom Brady, and Tom Brady is the member. Uh, yep. Cameron Champ, Zach Blair played. Friend of the program, Danny. Friend, of, friend, of, friend of sticks, Danny Holmquist. Yes, exactly. Yep. She played Tyler Strafacci, Brandon Matthews, our other friend, and then. The Corda sisters. Right, well, yep. Cordas. Exactly. It's it's a it's a it's a, it's a who's who of golf. I, I it's funny, I had never heard of it until about five years ago. It got on my radar when um screenshots or or pictures of the of the starter sheet started circulating the internet. And now it's sort of a an annual ritual that we get to see who's playing in the in the seminal pro member with who. Um it's it's a pretty wild deal. And you know, you look at some of the the names like DJ and, and Rory are in the same group. And then it's like, you know, two guys, you know, you've never heard of playing with them. It's like, wait, who are those guys? It must be a yeah. big deal. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No kidding. Well, Speaking well, of that place, um, you guys are playing there on Wednesday. Correct. And uh, I, I know you, I know you guys know that we're playing with Vinny, but I would love for you to venture a guess at who our fourth is going to be. Do I, know? I mean, you know who he is. I haven't told you. Can you give me a hint? Um, we are, Jamie and I will be beating the shit out of two 
Walker Cup captains. Oh, oh is it uh, Crosby? No, no, no. Keep going. I don't. I don't know any other ones. Marucci? Nope. Oh God, buddy, no chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why don't you just tell us? Spider Miller. I was gonna. That was my next guess. I yeah. said him last week when I was yeah. talking about that. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh, it's gonna be oh. EJ versus Spider and uh, and Vinny. Yeah. But um, he was just Spider was just the captain. What uh, two years ago or three years ago? Recently, I feel. Whenever like. Doc Redmond was on the team, he's the okay, yeah. rules, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. I got. A, I got a text this morning. Actually, I, I, Vinny called me and he said, uh, "Who do you want to play with?" And I said, "Oh no, I mean." Most of my old, you know, mates from Seminole are all either dead or, you know. Or not playing golf Or anymore. not playing golf, you know. So I said, uh, well, I said, who's in town? He goes, oh, Spidey's here. And I said, yeah, let's have a go with Spidey. Let him have a shot at the crown. I love <laughs> anyway, it. Anyway, I got a text from Vinny. Spidey's in. <laughs> it's going to be a hell of a day. Yeah, it'll be fun. Amy, I, uh, I, I caddied at, at Vinny's club here in Richmond, uh, Kenlock, for a few years. Okay. Um, got to know him pretty well and and just God, just really look up to him as an amateur legend. It's it's pretty unbelievable. Wow. For those who don't know, you know, a lot of people maybe have heard that Vinny won the, the US AM and the British AM and the US senior AM. Correct. Um, but uh one crazy fact about or one thing that goes unnoticed a little bit is um he was runner up three years in a row in the US AM before finally getting a win in 1972 at Charlotte country club. Um, just think about the, the weight off his shoulders after finally getting it done three runner ups in the USAM. And then you finally, finally he get that. He probably the fourth year. What's he, that? You get runner up, runner up, runner up win. Correct. Wow. That's pretty sweet. Uh, there was a, there was a few years separation there. I think he was runner up from 67 to 69 and then he won in 72 and then oh, he won. Yeah. the Okay. And then he won the British Am in 75. Yeah, wow. um, but he played in nine Masters. You used to actually only have to finish. Now, as you guys know, uh, the winner and the runner-up of the USAM get into the Masters. But back in those days, actually, the fi- the top eight got an exemption to the Masters. Oh, nice. um, so he actually got nine. <laughs> he, he got to play in nine Masters tournaments. Um, well, I, I'll tell you a funny one because uh, Vinny and key his beautiful wife and my dad uh have been mates for ever and uh, now obviously dad's passed away but uh dad was he's now 79 years of age he plays off a three handicap so basically if he just shoots his handicap he breaks his age every time he goes out every time yeah and anyway Vinny and uh, key came down to australia to play in the eisenhower trophy and they met my dad and they just uh became the greatest mates and mm. funny when I was coming over here to Florida and mom knew that uh, I was playing with Vinny. She goes, please give Vinny a, how do you do? And give a big kiss to key. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause I mean, they were just great people. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Actually uh key uh, Vinny's wife embroidered a belt for my dad that had like a crow on it. And then it had my name, my sister's name, my mom's name, his name, like all over it. And it doesn't fit his fat ass anymore, but it fits me. So I wear it all the time. <laughs> it does fit. It's only one thigh. <laughs> <laughs> and a bit of cheek. <laughs> just, a, just a bit oh, of cheek. A bit, and it's on the very last, oh, the very end. Uh, yeah, the last hole. hole. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, That's uh, wild. Just, just great, great people. 
So, yeah. I'm, well, I'm, I feel he's the type of guy that anytime I get to see, run into him and have a conversation with him, I, I feel lucky. I feel fortunate. Anytime you get to, to chat with a, a, leg, a living legend like that, it's he is. cool. And every time I call him, which is not as often as I should, he's like, Jamie, how are you? <laughs> and I'm like, God damn it, get rid of that Southern crap. <laughs> That's all he's got. That's all. Oh, I know it is. Oh, that's funny. He is so. He's just one of those uh, really magical guys. Mm-hmm. What did he do for a living? Because uh, as he remained an amateur this whole time, was he was he an agent? Oh, you don't know oh, the yeah. story. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, what was the name of the company? Um, Pros Inc. Pros Inc. Oh, Pro. I thought you said Crows Inc. I said shit. No. Where the hell was I? <laughs> yeah, Pros, Pros Inc. And they got. Bought out by another company, uh, Octagon. There you go. Yeah, I did an internship with Octagon, and his old partner Benny had retired, but his old partner uh, Vernon Spratley was st- was still there. So, yeah. um, I got I got some good old stories about Vinny in his in his working life, you know, to go along with all the golf stories. So, yeah, and well, he had some, you know, he had Davis Love, he had uh, uh, Lanny. Uh, yeah, um, I mean, but again, it was my era, if you will. Yeah. You know? Where uh, you know, right now all the big companies are IMG and yeah. all those big. Blocks. It's funny, you know, IMG. Um, well, obviously Arnold started with uh, I can't even remember his name. He passed away a few years back, but uh, McCormick. Yeah, Mark McCormick. exactly, Mark McCormick. But they were into everything: tennis, yep. mm-hmm. cricket, football. I mean, they you name it. And uh, you know, everything was just a he just did his own thing. It was golf and that was it. And he did the best he could. And I still remember some of the funny stories when uh, Vinny would come in to negotiate with my dad about players. And uh, he, I can still remember my dad, who's got a terrible son. And uh, he's coming and Vinny would say, hi, Tom, let's do a deal. <laughs> and, and my dad would say, Vinny, can I swear on this? Yes, yeah. you can. He'd say, fuck off, you stupid wanker. That's <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get, and that's it. That's story. And he said, sounds good to me. <laughs> and that was it. Then they go out and play off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh that's so good. Uh, yeah, I saw he's, he was playing with Gary Koch uh, in the Seminole Pro member. I guess they're just great friends. Uh, yeah. I heard he still does Gary's TV contract. It's like one of the few remaining pieces of business he still works on. So that's pretty It would cool. be right. I mean, Gary's a, you know. Tampa boy, so well, when I say Tampa, he's just you know, down south. Of yeah, it, just down south. Yeah, but uh, and Gary is one of those. He's another one that is. I got to meet him when I lived in Tampa, and he's just a. You know, you you meet somebody that's just genuine, mm-hmm. and Gary Coke is that. He's just. He would never say a bad word to anybody, to offend them, but. He's definitely got his own opinions, yeah, yeah. Never, but he would never backstab me. He's just a true gentleman. Yeah. He's just one of the great guys. I think that's what golf brings out. I mean, yeah. Anybody that can, you know, have a career in golf, whether it be golf media or golf, playing golf, whatever. I mean, we'll take me pick, maybe take out Patrick Reed, but, uh, but I mean, just about everybody's got a lot of, you but know, you think heart and soul and, you know, got a good mind behind them. If you think about this, this is the only sport, where the players govern themselves. Yep. And that's where yeah, that's where honor comes in. And when you call somebody on something, you don't call it on them, you say, hey, before you finish the sign your school card, you might want to have a look at that. 
you know, who just yeah, and it, you know, you imagine people in tennis calling their own lines, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah, in in in, God, it's just a joke. So it's a really honourable sport, and you know, that's why it's the you think about it, it's the second number one sport for all professional athletes. Yeah, with you, baseball, hockey, football. Mm. They all want this because it's not now physical, it's mental. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you've got to have this on you. Know, just a, a, you know, we're very lucky that we played this game. Yeah. Well, I, I, think, um, I think about that a lot. You know, I grew up playing basketball and soccer and baseball like, like so many kids in America, but I'm so thankful I got introduced to golf at a young age and it, it's something I stuck with because, you know, I got a lot of buddies who played maybe college basketball or football and, now they're chasing golf, you know, in, in yeah. their tw- late twenties and thirties, and they're, you know, they're they're having fun with it, of course, but you know, they're never gonna, you know, be scratch golfers or anything <laughs> like that. And I'm just thankful that it was something that I was introduced to so young. Well, uh, I want to I want to quickly get back to Seminole. Um, mm. I think. Uh, do we have to? Uh, yeah. Yes, we do. Because <laughs> I, I have a question that I want to ask you. Oh, okay. Um, when I think of Seminole, I think of like probably the highest golf IQ membership in the world. I mean, when it comes to so many people that are, you know, it's very well associated with USGA, whether it be Jimmy Dunn or Vinnie Giles or, you know, an array of people that are members there. I mean, Spider. Yeah. Yeah. Spider Miller, obviously. Um, the new uh, captain of uh, Augusta. Who's that? Oh, God. Ridley. Yeah. Yeah. Fred, yeah. Fred Ridley. Yeah. yeah. Fred Ridley. But, but so, I mean, obviously, like you won the member guest there with with uh, Grandpa, but I mean, you spent a lot of time at the club and with the membership. What is it about that membership that kind of makes it that? You're talking about probably. Oh, my dad and I used to laugh. The member guests, if you, like we're talking back in the old terrace days. Yeah. If you throw a bomb at the member guests, there you take care of fifty percent of the. The wealth in this country. If you just in the story, you know. If, but these guys, it's just. I mean, I remember uh, Kenny Langone, who now is the. You know, he, he was uh, was it uh, Home Depot and all that. Yeah. You wouldn't know Kenny had ten cents in his pocket. He was not pretentious. He was not. None of these guys are. And if they are, they're not members there. Yeah. I mean, right. these these guys are just. Uh, they go there to. They're all on par with each other, and uh, they just go there to have a good time. They're not, you know, back in the corporate world where they have to do what they have to do to make you know, whatever decisions they have to make. But you, you'd be out there, and I mean, you, you wouldn't know if this guy, who he was, or what. They, they didn't talk. They didn't brag. It, yeah. was, it was just the most unpretentious group of people, which you know, as your grandpa loved. And he loved the fact that he could go out there, being a member, he could go out there anytime he wanted and didn't have to bring his own game. Yeah. He would just go out there at 11 o'clock, there was a game going on, he would join up, go and play. And that's what he loved. I mean, he loved it there. And he, same with Pine Valley. They was, and this, you know, it's just, and then they got these corporate, you know, I don't want to pick on Augusta, but you had to bring your own game. And it was a more of a business deal rather than just going out there for the love of the game. Yeah, well, I mean, and it's still something I can't believe. I can't believe Granddad turned down a membership at Augusta, but he did because he had to bring his own game, and he hated that. Yeah, well, I mean, when I say he turned it down, I mean, they asked him, would you be interested? And he said, not really. 
So I think that's a, that pretty much turns it down. I mean, I think that's pretty much well, turned uh, down. Yeah. <laughs> But that 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 says a lot that he he was more interested in in a great atmosphere, a great place to to hang out with with good yep. players with a high golf IQ, and it yep. it wasn't a corporate thing. It was a it was a hey, you know these guys like you like you were alluding to Jamie. These guys are all you know big shots in the business world or what have sure. you. But when they when they get when they pull up the Seminole, there's just another guy. Everybody's a big deal there. So when you get there, yeah. nobody's a big deal. <laughs> and they've got their own handicap, and you've got to yeah. play with that. And it was just. Uh, he just loved it. Uh, That's great. That just, yeah, that was just the way he was. But uh, so, did he live in the in, in the area like in the in the winters or for for oh, quite some no. time? Or no, hell San Diego. No. Oh, okay, San Diego. He, he was just stayed, was, he just stayed and flew down for a yeah. couple of weeks, and that yeah. was gotcha. He played these member guests with me a couple of times, and then gotcha. He was on, you know, they did the uh, PGA show in Orlando. He would always make a point, but that's the thing. He never had to organize people to come play with him. It was just, he just showed, showed up, up and, and there was a grand guys yeah. there. Yeah. Yep. That's pretty cool. Gotcha. Yes. Very cool. Very cool. Well, well, gentlemen, I think, I think that's all we got really, but uh, what do we got going on next week? We've got Bay. Hill. Yeah, actually um, we, we've got, uh, we've got Bay Hill coming up and then there's the opposite field event in Puerto Rico with uh, two, two friends of the program. You got your uh, Bryson Nimmer and, and uh and curtis That's thompson fucking yeah. was doing down here okay i was yeah. what he was doing down did he, here did he monday i think he did monday i just he looked was, at the field list today and i i wasn't surprised to see he, curtis, he either you know, monday curtis on there but i was on a sponsor yeah, monday today yeah yeah he, he either monday today or he got on a sponsor's exemption because i know he was Sweet. he was hanging out with dj funky bunch uh Dylan, Ooh. Dylan Meyer. Dylan Meyer. It's, you, don't, you, you don't get it. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Funky bunch. Don't worry yeah, about that's, it. That's his last name. It's crazy. Yeah, um, it's crazy. His last name's Funky But bunch. also, Tom, tomorrow, Rosie, uh, Tom and I are going to be riding on a golf course with Ooh, Gil yeah. Hans. That's true. We will be hanging out with Gil Hans tomorrow. I'm very, very, very jealous. Very I'm excited excited about. I can't. Fact, uh, I saw you might run into your boy, Zach Blair. He just posted a post. And he was there, like, he was there tonight. Yeah. yeah. I doubt he'll be back tomorrow, but I would, I would love to be Zach Blair. Really cool, dude. Tiny guy, I've heard. Yeah, hey, he's quick. Five. And another quick note on on Bay Hill, the uh, the main event this week. Um, I just have to tell a quick story. I, I took my dad to Bay Hill to stay for the weekend um, for his 70th birthday. This was uh, 2019. Um, and for anybody, if you didn't know, so Bay Hill is, I guess you would call it semi-private. It's a private club, but you can. If you if you book some lodging, they have they have a lodge on site and a few houses around. You can actually stay at Bay Hill for the weekend, and you kind of feel like a member for the weekend. It's it's not crazy expensive, and um, I just wanted to mention that it was a, it was a really special time I had with my dad. Arnie. As a, he, Arnie was his was his idol, his icon. So it was cool to just be sort of in Arnie's aura for a couple of days. It's very cool. Um, so, Our, uh, so now you know every every year now it's it's really cool for us to. Get together and watch the Bay Hill event. Certainly, I was going to say our, our good friend uh, Fitz won at Bentley at Bay Hill. Oh, that's right. Not too long ago. Yeah, that's where that was. Outrageous. Yeah, I, especially I, since I brought him out to the member guest and he couldn't hit his ass with a shovel full of peas. Yeah, oh, he was just pathetic. <laughs> Terrible. He oh. didn't play like shit that oh. week. He won, he won the Blue Jack National. But now he's got a fucking was Bentley. Which does drug. he have it? Does he have it? Well, he's he's. Trying to sell he's it. selling the least yet yeah. for yeah. probably like 50 G's or something. But yeah, pretty sweet. But yeah, not bad. All right, boys. Good. Well, good pod. Dad, Absolutely. thank you for coming. Thank you uh, for pleasure. chatting and you know, being good. Rosie, I'm uh, I'm glad you got to chat with Jamie finally. Yeah. Have you seen what I look like? 
<laughs> I didn't see that goatee last time I saw you on on YouTube. Oh, there, that, that's oh, a new addition. Yeah. I, think, I think he actually cleaned it up for the for the last one, which is I'm glad you didn't this time. No, well, we got him. We got him raw and unedited. Yeah, it's called my French tickler. <laughs> oh boy! And that's going to be the end of the pod. <laughs> I hope y'all have a see lovely you, rest bye. of your day. We will see and you next week. Cut. See ya. See you, mate. Uh,